Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, dear listener, and welcome back to Owning It, the Anxiety Podcast with me, your host, Caroline Foran. This week, it's just me. It's been a while since I did a solo episode, and according to your feedback, you seem to like these ones when it's just me. Um, I find them really helpful for me as well. They give me a chance to just slow down and turn inwards and really think about something in in greater detail, Uh, and they also help me to realise how far I've come. For this episode, I want to talk to you about the anxiety we can feel when we are trying our best to support other people. This has been something I've really been feeling lately uh, and I want to share my experience with you. When I was thinking about recording this episode, I knew it was something I really wanted to talk about as I got such a strong reaction when I mentioned over on my Instagram that I was feeling quite overwhelmed for that reason. Uh, So I know it's something that we can all struggle with, but I immediately went into, okay, you have to find a solution for this mode. So often, I think when we identify an issue, that's that's half the battle, but we say, okay, you know, I'm finding myself getting very overwhelmed and trying to support my nearest and dearest. We go straight to, okay, what can I do to fix it? I realize I don't really have a solution for it. I don't always have a solution for the things that I go through or that, you know, pop up as common issues. But maybe the solution lies in not needing to have a solution. Maybe there's like a reverse inception going on here. But being willing to let these feelings come and do their thing and then let them pass over us, which they will. I think in trying to fix everything and solve every problem we ever encounter, we're actually resisting what is. And that's one of the sure, surest ways to feel more anxious. We are rejecting where we are at and we're pressuring ourselves to get to another point. And if I've learned anything, it's that this attitude towards our periods of high anxiety, they really serve only to exacerbate them. I know that it goes very much counter to what your survival brain wants you to do. Like obviously your brain just wants you not to feel the way you're feeling and wants to get you out of harm's way. But when you're not really facing any legitimate harm or, or very immediate threat to your actual survival, sometimes the best approach is to just reassure your anxious brain that you are indeed safe and that it's okay to be feeling how you're feeling right now and that it makes sense and just to let it happen. And I always go back to the word flooding 
which is the the terminology that Dr. Harry Barry uh, shared with me, which is essentially owning it and letting the feelings wash over you. Not an easy thing to do, but far more effective than trying to run away from them. So do what you can to make yourself more comfortable as it's happening. So maybe that involves connecting with your breath, but don't try so hard to move beyond a feeling of anxiety as soon as it arrives. I'll never forget the words my my friend used for me uh, when I was, you know, really spiraling into a phase of anxiety. I think I had been feeling really well for quite a while. And then I, I felt myself go back down that rabbit hole and I was so upset to find myself there. And she said, she sent me a text saying, Caroline, it's just energy passing through. And that was a really visual thing for me. I had obviously, I built up this anxious energy for whatever reason, whatever was going on at the time, I don't even remember. And my body was feeling it, but I was safe. I was okay. It was okay that I was feeling this way. Nothing was going to happen to me. And I had to just let it pass through. It made me think of um, these uncomfortable feelings that we experience very much like the weather you know, like a cloud or a rainy day, it comes, it's not great, but it passes over. So that's a very long-winded way of me explaining that while you might have tuned into this episode thinking, oh great, I'm going to find out how to make this one go away. I don't always have that answer for you and I don't have it for myself either. But I do think that a huge part of moving through the discomfort is identifying the issue in the first place and then giving yourself permission to feel it and being really kind to yourself about the fact that you're struggling. So to talk more about what was going on for me, it was a few weeks ago now, I found myself feeling very tight in my chest and just having all of the physical hallmarks of, of overwhelm and really knowing that I needed to breathe and take a time out. I cleared my calendar, I had my minder come and mind my baby anyway and I went into town for a bit of a walk around and just to have some breakfast by myself and I just wanted to let my mind wander. Sometimes when you struggle with anxiety, that seems like such a scary prospect, but letting your mind wander and letting yourself just go off into different nooks and crannies of your brain can be really liberating. And sometimes just letting your mind go where it wants to go will actually highlight maybe where the source of an issue might be. And I think that I'm usually pretty clear on what's going on and why it's going on for me, but I realized in that moment and letting myself really think about the context of you know, what was going on in my life, what had the last few days looked like for me, I realized that in the space of just a really intense short period of time, I had been absorbing a lot of other people's stresses. Like four or five different people in my life who I care a lot about were going through some really, really tough stuff. And it all happened at the one time and it all compounded for me as as someone who was trying to help guide them through it as best I could. I won't go into detail on what was happening to respect their privacy, but it was it was a lot. And I wanted so much to be there for them. And, you know, I was on the phone all of the time offering support and reassurance. I was picking up the phone all day long, you know, anticipating texts, wanting to send texts. And when I wasn't on the phone, I was worrying about them and talking about them to Barry and worrying, you know, so much about how they were going to be okay. Um, one particular day I was I was up late texting one person who had just lost someone very close to them and they were so they were so so upset and I just felt myself I felt it so physically in my own body like wanting to just jump inside the phone and hug them and and solve their problems for them and make the pain go away which of, of course you know you can't do obviously there was no chance of me going to sleep after this the next day the very next day I spent time with another uh, person as they they cried in my arms um, that was, you know, really, really upsetting. Of course, I wanted to be there. I, I just, I hadn't been around someone being such a, 
physical state of grief in such a long time um they were also going through a very hard grieving process um and it was really awful awful and I just I, I just felt so helpless that I couldn't do anything to help the person other than just be there um I came home and I think I had an event to go to I just I had to cancel I just was so wiped and so upset myself now you'd want to be some kind of monster if this didn't impact you you know I don't think that experiencing that and then being able to bounce off to a party full of the joys of life would be any kind of indicator that you're really well adjusted I think in fact it might just signal the complete opposite so it's completely understandable when you care about other people to be really viscerally affected by their experiences even though nothing was going on for me in my life I mean I was fine I was safe everything was was okay for me the empathy I felt for those around me was so enormous, I felt like I'd been hit by a bus and I felt really anxious. And I felt like my internal ability to handle stuff did not necessarily match up with the external stresses I had taken on. And really this this is always the case. This imbalance is always at play when we feel overwhelmed or anxious. If you think, if you can take a step back and think about it, what the outside world in any given moment is demanding of you, maybe it's work, maybe it's all of the things you need to get one in get done in one day that you just can't get done it is far too much outweighed against the internal resources that you have so your ability to cope in a given moment might be smaller than what is expected of you in the outside world and that's when there's this discrepancy which is where overwhelm comes in we can only handle so much and so our body then says hey this is too much for me I don't like this I'm going to show you that now I'm going to show you and make sure you realize that we need to take a step back here I found it really hard to separate to separate myself from their suffering, obviously. But again, this is this is not something we should actively try to do. It means you're a good, caring person. But what I did need to do was bring myself back to centre and, and charge my own bot- batteries and fill my own cup or whatever other platitude you want to you want to word it with, so that I could continue offering support to other people. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even saying this, I feel like 
it sounds like I'm thinking entirely about myself, but it's not, it's not selfish. It's essential. I needed to acknowledge that while yes, I was safe and fine and none of these terrible things had happened directly to me, it would cumulatively all impact on me. And the reason that our own stress response gets activated from what I've learned is because when we care about someone, any threat that they face feels like a threat to us too. And it always goes back to our hunter-gatherer times when we were living in tribes and villages, when you know, we moved and behaved with very much a tribe mentality and a threat to one person in the tribe was a threat to the whole tribe. The same also goes for all of the news you're you're no doubt consuming around the clock at the moment from Ukraine. It is so, so hard for that not to get in on top of you because your survival nature feels under threat and you feel such empathy for the people of Ukraine because you relate to them. You know, they're, they're so in proximity to, to Ireland and Europe we do gravitate towards people who we relate to. Um, your your ancient brain sees people in Ukraine as very much part of your tribe. So your fight or flight system might switch on on their behalf. And also that's worth remembering when it comes to feeling like there's something wrong if you maybe don't feel as engaged or as you relate maybe to issues that are going on further afield. Um, it's not that you're not caring about those people, but for whatever reason, proximity to people geographically seems to impact how we feel and how we relate to people and it feels closer to home and it feels a little bit more like they're part of our tribe so that's kind of inbuilt in us and I don't think it's something you should feel bad about but maybe just to become aware of it um is helpful obviously when it comes to what's going on in Ukraine or even the people that were in my life having a hard time there's not always a whole lot you can do about it you know, you as one individual can't solve the problems of the world. Um, obviously, you can you can donate, you can try and help in, in small, meaningful ways. But we can understand it when it comes to the, the people in our life having hard times, we can understand it and we can give ourselves permission to feel overwhelmed. And we can let go of the guilt we might feel for feeling overwhelmed when we're sitting here safe in our homes. We're overwhelmed because we care. And that is a good thing. With my more with my more immediate situation um, of supporting my friends and my family through their struggles, I can acknowledge that I need a bit of time to reassure my own body that it's safe, that it's not actually under any threat, so that I can continue continue to be of support. I can hear my body asking me to take care of itself and do that, like listen to it. I can pencil in some phone free time. I can remind myself that yes, everything is temporary. This energy will pass through, and. It, just as the intensity of my friend's emotions will dissolve in time. I've always really been interested and actually fascinated in how a therapist would deal with this. You know, how can you listen to countless people's struggles all day long and not take it home with you and have it consume you and feel completely broken down by it? And I think this is why all therapists, I think maybe part of the job is they have to have their own therapist. Like every therapist has to be in therapy. They need to keep releasing that pressure and offload some of what they take on so that they don't implode I guess and it's not a matter of learning you don't go through some training to be like made of stone and feel no emotion and in fact I think the success of therapy often depends so much on the person you're talking with being human and being able to relate to you and empathize with you so it's more about acknowledging how we impact each other and finding healthy boundaries and behaviors that we can put in place that prevent us from being completely swallowed up by the support we want to offer to other people. For me, just acknowledging that it was a lot for me too was a release. 
and I tapped back into my calm.com guided meditations um, and I've been doing them every every day since I just do the daily calm sometimes it's like nine or ten minutes they're not miracle workers you know I would never go into it thinking it's going to solve all of your feelings of, of anxiety but the more your body can get used to entering a state of relaxation the more familiar it gets with doing that every day even if it's just for five ten minutes the easier your, your body will find it to access those feelings of calm when you need it most um, the less likely you will be to, you know, hit that that peak of, of intense emotions, the more easily you'll be able to bring it down a notch, take everything down a notch for you, take the edge off. I also spoke to other friends who were, you know, completely removed from uh, the ones who were struggling and they allowed me to vocalize how I was feeling and that I was, you know, a bit worn out myself and they were allowing me to do that without pushing judgment back on me. So when you find yourself in phases like this where there's a lot of pressure and you can't really change what's happening and you can't magic things away, it helps, I think, to imagine your overwhelm as maybe like a a big balloon and you need to find little ways to let some of the air out or a little release here or there. So maybe that's a chat with someone, maybe it's a solo walk, maybe it's clearing your calendar for a few days just to, you know, whatever it is for you that helps me, maybe even going out and socializing is what helps you feel like a release. Maybe it's sending a text to the person who needs you um, and setting up a time to chat tomorrow. Maybe you could make an appointment to chat with them tomorrow so that you can put your phone away for the evening and come back to yourself rather than being available all through the night. Maybe it's a guided meditation. For me, it's also the confidence of knowing that as has always been proven in the past with any anxiety I felt the energy will pass through it won't stay with you and what feels intense today probably will not feel as intense this day next week so try to take your feelings of overwhelm as a really great indicator of your compassion towards others it's not at all something you want to stamp out the world needs compassion now more than ever if if we all had an ounce of of compassion in our lives to direct towards other people we would not be in the situation globally that we're in right now. But do try to take a little portion of that compassion and direct it towards yourself. Always keep a little bit for yourself and don't feel guilty about it. It's essential, it's not selfish. And with that little bit of compassion directed back towards yourself, you'll find that you move beyond feelings of discomfort with greater ease. I hope that this has at least given you the permission to acknowledge how supporting others can affect you. Hopefully you understand a bit more about why it makes sense. But above all else, hopefully you can go easy on yourself. I'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with me for this period of time. Thank you for for your support and for always being there with with feedback and being such a valued listener of the podcast. It really is, means the world to me and I I really want to share my thanks um and as always let me know message me on my uh, my new owning it instagram is at owning it podcast if there's any topics that you would like to, me to explore or to ask an expert about or people you'd like to hear from on the podcast i've created that now as a resource where i'm going to share lots more tips clips um little explainer videos things like that uh, so that is the hub for the podcast on social media so do find me there at owning it podcast thanks and i'll be back next week 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The easiest way to access Owning It Real Time is to head to the link in the episode description or episode details, whatever you call them, show notes. You will find the link in there at the top. You can sign up right away for Owning It Real Time and access the full library of 10 situation-specific audio guides that will help you own your anxiety even more than you've ever done before.